Hey, I'm Mariana Harper, and this is my podcast. So for our summative project, I chose to make a podcast comparing and contrasting Mesopotamia and the Indus River Valley. So a quick little disclaimer, I recorded this on my computer, and for some reason it decided to glitch a ton. So if there are moments where you can't even hear what I'm saying because it's making some weird glitching sounds, I'm sorry, but let's continue now. (laughs) Also, I say so a lot, so sorry about that. The five points I'm going to be comparing and contrasting are government, religion, arts, technology, and society. So I'm going to get right into that. Government. In ancient Mesopotamia, the gods were the most important beings, and priests who mediated with gods and their divine wills became the most important people in the village. So slowly, the priests took on the governing role and took on governing the civilization as a whole. And actually looking more into this in the Mesopotamian government and the whole religious system, we'll get to religion later, but adding to the government point, It's kind of similar to the Greek system because they worship the gods above all else, so this is kind of similar to that. Now, although priests were very capable men, they needed assistance from more physically capable men so they could lead the labor in the civilization, while the priests governed more of the... like paperwork type stuff and like the order and the laws and the structure and socializing while the other men led more of the physical stuff. Years later, these stronger, more capable men started to like rise in society. So then they became the overall leaders, later becoming the kings, while the priests were fully involved in keeping the gods happy and managing that whole side of the government while the other man the other men focused on running the city itself. So basically, their government system was broken into two groups. So the physically powerful men focused on governing and managing the people, while the more spiritually powerful men focused on God, the gods and the people's relationships with that aspect. Now moving on to the Indus River Valley people, their government was kind of different. The Harappian people were ruled by a theocratic system. So this is when the priest rules a civilization in the name of God, or in this case, the gods, which is very similarly to how the Sumerians chose to rule their civilization. The Harappians celebrated the universal law that you are part of nature and everything is part of you, meaning that the actions you take can have a larger impact. This was a system of justice that they may have practiced in this time and civilization. Adding on to the previous point, although the people of the Indus River Valley did not have any courts, they did have a law system, which also included the universal law, but the main laws that they practiced were the social laws, human laws, and personal laws. Now, as for religion itself, it kind of has to do with government because religion is inside of every aspect of the society. So it's government, it's art, it's everything. But now we're going to break down the religionists. Okay, the people of Mesopotamia worshipped thousands of gods and minor gods, and they believed that the divine affected every aspect of human life. Again, almost like the people of ancient Greece, whose government and overall society revolved around the gods we're all familiar with, like Zeus, Hades, Poseidon, Athena, etc. Some of the Mesopotamian gods, though, were Anu, Adad, Ishtar. 
Now, as for the Indus River Valley people, they were a polysthetic civilization and were also made up of Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. The Harappians also worshipped gods, and like the Sumerians, there is evidence of the existence of the Indus Valley gods. Some of the most commonly known Harappian gods include those that are represented by seals like Shiva and Rudra. Going back to connections with other cultures, it appears that the religious artwork made by the Harappians could have been inspired from ancient Greek art pieces with their immense detail and cultural representation of the divine. Now let's talk about the arts. So the Sumerians worked in mainly gold and lapis as well as clay and wood when they were making their art pieces that are still relevant to this day. The Sumerians were known for their intricate chairs and musical instruments that they actually made of woods and reeds. But the thing they were best known for was their pottery, which was what they're still remembered by. The Sumerian people used clay for their art more often than not because in West Asia, where ancient Mesopotamia was located, didn't have that much stone, but clay was really common. So that's why they chose to use that material. In the present day, archaeologists found partial remains of some of their mosaics, which appear to be portraits of animals and people, as well as geometric patterns that are rooted back to the Sumerian people. Talking about Indus River Valley art, the materials that the Harappians typically used in their art included stone, bronze, terracotta, clay, stuff like that. This is different from the Sumerians because they tended to always use more natural materials like clay and wood. The Harappians did use the occasional clay, but that wasn't their main source of artistic material. As the Sumerians were known for their clay works and pottery, the people of the Indus River Valley were known for their sculptures, their seals, gold ornaments, and terracotta figures. An artistic element that led the Indus people to stand out was their use of symbols. These symbols are what made up their writing system known as the Indus script. Indus script included over 600 symbols that were typically never over four to five words. Moving on to technology for both of these ancient civilizations. As for the Sumerians, some of their most notable inventions included wheeled vehicles and pottery. The plow and the cart were some of the first wheeled vehicles to exist. The plow made farming more efficient for the Sumerians as people no longer had to waste time planting food by hand. And the cart allowed people to carry goods back and forth from different civilizations in a much easier and let me say faster way. As for pottery, goods like honey, oil, and wine could be stored in jars made from clay so the goods wouldn't rot and could be traded with other civilizations. Pots and vases could also be traded with other civilizations for other goods and treasures. Now, the Harappians also had quite notable inventions such as a medical practice and, from some perspectives, math. The people of the Indus River Valley civilization practiced a medical practice called trephination, which is a kind of medical intervention, sort of, that makes a small hole in the skull to treat migraines. And researchers have discovered that this practice originated in the Indus River Valley. The Harappian civilization was the beginning of math where both the concept of numbers and the numerical system originated. The numerical system developed by the Harappian people included symbols for most numbers and several innovations for mathematical handles such as addition and multiplication.
These are just some notable innovations from these ancient societies that have impacted the world we live in today and have impacted the world of technology. Now, last but not least, society of both civilizations. The Sumerian people, like most civilizations in the past and actually in the present as well, have a very basic social class system. The five Mesopotamian social classes included the king and nobility, then the priests and priestesses, then the upper class, then the lower class, and then the slaves. It appears that the Sumerians had more of a monarchy as opposed to the Harappians, which had a system more similar to a caste system. The Indus River Valley civilization was made up of six main social classes. This included the gods, the Brahmins, which were the priests and the academics, the Kshatrishas, which were the warriors and the kings, the Vaisha, which were the merchants and the landowners, the Sudra, which were the commoners, the peasants, the servants, and then the untouchables, which were the outcasts of the caste system. And something I find actually quite unique in this specific caste system is the Shatrishas because it categorizes warriors and kings on the same level. So I thought it was interesting that this ancient civilization saw these two groups as equal. That's it for my podcast, which is comparing and contrasting Mesopotamia and the Indus River Valley civilization. So I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening.